Turn back a few pages in your Bible to Psalm 37. And this is the psalm we generally do like to consider at least one psalm in the mornings uh, before we come to the preaching of God's Word. And this morning we'd like to make that Psalm 37. As we read this together, and it's not the shortest psalm, it's 40 verses, and we'll stand and read this together in a moment. Um, But there's a couple things I'd like you to think of as we're reading this psalm and to consider. If you will, do me the favor of thinking how many times the words inheritance or heritage or inherit the land is mentioned in this psalm. This psalm, by way of introduction, distinguishes the wicked from the righteous and sets the two in great contrast. And it's very comforting, it's very stirring to read the blessings that are set in store for the righteous and the curses that are set in store for the wicked. But I found this psalm recently to be a great comfort um, in, in seeing just exactly what the Lord has in store for us if we will align ourselves with those he calls righteous. Right. So consider the great difference between the righteous and the wicked, and then consider how many times he mentions we'll, we'll inherit the land and our heritage. Let's stand together and read Psalm 37 in unison, please. Psalm 37, 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord, and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light. And thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be of an upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. 
and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, into smoke shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth, and payeth not again. But the righteous showeth mercy, and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and lendeth. And his seed is blessed. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom. And his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and, lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord, and their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Let the words of all these verses sink down into your soul and listen to the promises that will become on the wicked and the promises that will become on the righteous. Let the promises on the righteous be like salve in cuts and let them, let them soothe your soul and rejoice in the goodness that the Lord reserves for the righteous. Amen. Note the many differences between the wicked and the righteous. They're treated very differently to the Lord. They're on opposite sides of the coin, and he doesn't get the two confused. The wicked seek to slay the righteous. Not only does the Lord view them at different, you know, from different perspectives and totally different camps, but the wicked and the righteous are at enmity one with another. Another point to note, it does not say the elect and non-elect. 
It does not set those two camps in distinction. It, it sets the two camps of the wicked and the righteous. Because the Lord, knowing our frames, if he said the elect and non-elect, too many of us would say, well, I fear I'm not elect, so this psalm does not apply to me. This psalm only applies to that special group of people called the elect people, whoever they are. So I'm afraid that if he set those two camps in distinction, the elect and non-elect, and called them that, that we would say, well, it doesn't apply to us. However, he sets the righteous and the wicked in distinction. And if the Lord has given us an elect heart, guess what? We want to be righteous. And we want to put away sin in our own life. And we want to align ourselves with those blessed, happy camp of people called the righteous. And we feel that a desire in our own hearts. So let this psalm encourage you to do that more and more. To align yourself with those happy people, whoever they are, that are righteous in this psalm. Let's put away the wickedness. Let's put away this world. Because the end of this world is death. Let's put away wickedness. Let's not align ourselves with our flesh and this wickedness. Because they have great misery coming upon them. Both in this life, but not always in this life. But certainly in the life to come. How many times does he use the word inherit or heritage or inheritance or inherit the land in here? I, I, I forgot to count exactly. It was seven or eight times that he used the word inherit the land. This is the perfect echo to Jesus in his Sermon on the Mount when he said the meek shall inherit the earth. They're blessed in that they shall inherit the earth. Now, the righteous who this psalm describes and Psalm 1 describes as spreading himself like a great bay tree, stretching out all his arms to grasp in all the shore as we sing in a favorite hymn. Those are the folks that want to inherit the earth. They're all over it. They want to inherit as much of it as they can. They want to hold title to it. They want to see their name on top of a big bank account or on top of many, many pieces of real estate or on top of big companies. And they want to inherit the earth. That's their desire is to get their hands around as much stuff as they can and get their name on top of it. Not so with the righteous. The righteous are promised that they'll inherit the earth. As such, we could care less about how much stuff we hold title to. We do not care from, a, from one sense whether we have $100 million in our checking account or $100 in our checking account. From one sense. We don't care how many pieces of real estate we hold title to. Because it's this life that doesn't matter. It's life that's coming in which we will inherit the earth. We'll inherit the land. This echoes what Paul says. I, I can't remember that. It's Colossians or Corinthians where he says that uh, all things are yours. And you are Christ and Christ is God's. Right. Who cares how much real estate or how many cars or whatever or how many toys you hold title to right now in this time. These things are passing away. Our blessings are coming. Let me read some of the things. Uh, some of the commandments, just briefly, that this psalm sets forth into for you to encourage you to live righteously and so that you can align yourself with the righteous and see the blessings that will be coming upon the righteous and yourself. These blessings are things that the wicked would love to get their hands on. You read them. Peace, goodness, they'll be fed, no trouble in time of famine, um, protection from the wicked, all those things the the wicked would love to see. Those blessings are reserved for the righteous, however. These are the things that that are listed in this psalm that we need to do in order to align ourselves with the righteous. Depart from evil. Do good. These are things that we can put our hands on. We can say, today I'm going to depart from evil. Today I'm going to do good. Delight in the Lord. That's something we can do in our hearts while we're driving down the road or in the morning when we're reading a psalm's. Or in the evening when we're having devotions with our family, we can delight in the Lord. 
commit thy way unto the Lord. That's something we can do. We can put our hands on that. Trust in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. How about wait on the Lord? Sometimes it requires patience. Keep his way. That's something we can do. His way is clearly outlined for the righteous. Let's keep it. Be perfect and upright. Those are all things that are commandments for us. And and if we do those things, and only the elect will want to do those things and successfully do those things, then all those blessings that we just read are for you. They're not for the wicked. They're not for anyone else. They're for you. So I trust that this psalm will be of benefit and has been of benefit to us, his saints, as this psalm has been of benefit to his saints for countless centuries. So I hope we can take that and use that uh, each day in our life as we're attempting to put away the wickedness that we see in us and put away the wickedness that we find in ourselves.